Welcome back to another episode of Bachelors in the City. I'm your host, Dustin. I'm still waiting for my co-host, my roommate, my pilot to get back. But in the meantime, the show must go on. April showers brings May flowers. It's for sure rainy in the city. Emma, is it raining in your city? It's like kind of cross between raining and snowing here just because it's still a little chilly. I think it's ugly. I think it's ugly everywhere in the United States right it's now. It's gray. It's everywhere is just kind of gray. Yeah, it's it's just like this is like the worst part of the year because everyone's been going through winter and it's like we're just ready for that sunshine and warm weather and it's just Oh, we just get out of this gray, wet, and cold weather. We're almost there. So, guys, hold on. We're almost there. The showers, well, hopefully the showers will pass, but the flowers will bloom here shortly. And if you're anywhere in, like, the middle of the country with, like, all the tornadoes, definitely hope that y'all are staying safe. I've seen a lot of the image of the damages and send in positive thoughts and vibes to everybody. Stay safe out there. It's kind of crazy. Stay safe out there, guys. I guess they have warnings. On TV, radio, and your phones now. Too. Oh yeah, we That's, have the we practice the sirens once a once a month, and it goes off, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" But it's what, at the first Wednesday of every month they got the tornado sirens practicing. Yeah, isn't it nice though? With Apple, just getting notifications whenever there's going to be a quick thunderstorm or tornado or flash flood, you get those warnings real quick, and everyone's inside, phone just yeah. stops and it goes. Mm, it's really amazing the technology we have. Pretty cool. Also, kind of creepy. Yeah, I mean. Technology is wild. It's, but it, in that case, it's a good thing. I will say that is a net good thing. In that case, it is a good thing. Save lives. I don't love the mass. Everyone gets texted sort of things. So it's like, oh, wow. I, uh, yeah. I'm on the grid. I'm waiting for the day we get that warning that aliens are invading us one day. I, I feel like... It's coming. I feel like I will be alive whenever we find out. I feel like we're all going to be alive when we find out aliens exist. But anyways, that's a whole new story, whole new subject. <laughs> Guys, it's going to be me and Emma today. We're going to do a Bachelor breakdown. And yeah, Emma, do you want to just go ahead and take us through it? Yeah. So starting off at the top, last time we did a breakdown, we went through the Reddit thread that was talking about how you had no empathy for Gabby and Rachel when Clayton admitted that he had slept with both of them and was in love with both of them. And since then, we got a bunch of DMs, some comments, All of our third roommates showing up to be like, I didn't agree with that. I thought Dustin was in the right. I I agreed with his take. Yeah, maybe it wasn't the most like, these women are everything sort of take. But we got a lot of really positive feedback on that episode that I wanted to let you know about. I love that. It means a lot to me. Yeah, I like that. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you know, I guess it comes with the territory. Not everyone's going to agree with you. I am always trying to keep it real with you guys and just tell you my thoughts on things. and like. Like I said, we have no ties to the show. So we're keeping it real. And I hope you guys appreciate that and take that for what it is. But thank you for supporting me on that. And I'll never down anybody bad. But I, I you know, I, I always try to look at it both ways. I would, uh, if I had to pick one person out of all of the commentary that you and Peter have made that I think genuinely got a little bit of a rip, and I don't know if it's warranted because I don't know anything about this person but pizza peter was like the one person i think we were all like "Mm, this guy this guy ain't it oh yeah i stand by that but mostly just because there was never enough information about the guy for me to form a second opinion i haven't heard anything about that guy lately he kind of fell off huh 
Wow. No, it's. Uh, I was worried at first when there was going to be a Peter that it was going to make my life harder trying to like keep straight which Peter was which because I have to deal with one of them quite a bit. Yep. Dude is completely irrelevant. But we'll see. Maybe he'll be on the beach. We never know. They always need a villain. They always need a villain. Hey, he and Shanae might be perfect for one another. Or maybe they just team up and be friends and just... I don't know. You guys know I'm all for the entertainment. Not so much the love, but, you know, if you find love through it all, more power to you. Speaking of entertainment, also on Reddit, I just kind of like live on Reddit and I do have a personal vendetta against the 175 comment karma that you need to have in order to participate because I just have a burner Reddit account so I can't actually (laughs) comment. But there was a poll about your favorite recent season of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Bachelorette? In a landslide, Hannah Brown is winning. I'm shocked. I also think that that's one of the best seasons ever. And I think that it's because of you, Dustin. You really yeah, made right. that season for me. <laughs> that, I, think, I think Hannah Brown's season is so iconic because you're right. I was on there and everyone knows this. Yeah, right. No, just joking. <laughs> Again, you know, Hannah Brown was, so, you know, just I think it's because she owned up to her own bullshit and knows like she made mistakes and you had Luke P the villain that was just a mess in the show. And then you had like the, mm-hmm. the superheroes, Tyler and Peter. And then you had the downfalling of what happened with Jed and Hannah. It, it's a lot villain? that went, it's a lot that went on to that episode. And uh, man, I'm lucky to have to have been a part of it. That's crazy. Might've been one of the best in all time history. I would, I would say so. And then for favorite recent season of The Bachelor, the top three from third place, we have Nick Vial. In second place, we have Ari, 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 whose name I always thought was weird. And I just say Lundjik anytime I see his last name because I never learned how to pronounce it. <laughs> and then number one is our very own Peter Weber. Peter Weber. His was good too. I remember um, I was doing. I've never actually seen the other, the other two, but I remember Peter going on there, and I would do like recaps with a um, TV show, The Jam in Chicago, every morning, and also do like a podcast with fan cited afterwards. And uh, it's like, man, when Peter was fucking up, I was like, oh gosh, nope, 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 not gonna talk shit about him. You know, gotta keep it. I did talk a little shit about Peter. He knows that, but. <laughs> He count he ha- he has accountability for his actions and everything. So I would I say my whole perspective on both the show and Peter as a person have changed in the past year by getting to actually know you guys because the version of Peter that ABC showed me is not the version of Peter that I not know. Not at all, right? Ex- yeah. And so at first I was like, oh, wow, we're going to be working with Peter. Peter had a really messy ending to his season. And then I got to know the dude. He's so down to earth. He's so chill. He's so nice. I was like, this is not at all like the person that I think ABC tried to make you. So there were a lot of comments in there saying that people loved that season because it was so entertaining and so messy. And I would be willing to wager, I mean, Clues, Bachelor Clues and uh, Pace Case have said that that's one of the best seasons ever because that's when the game really became obvious how in like production things are messed up. And how producers are creating narratives and making good TV. Making great TV. (laughs) It is. It's very true. You know, producers do have a hand on things. And unfortunately, you know, I think Peter, Peter is, you know, everybody knows, such a sweet guy and really looking for love and trusted too many people. 
in that process. And you just, you, you kind of, you got to kind of keep your guard up a little bit when, while being on the show for anyone mm-hmm. thinking about going on the show, just don't leave your guard down. It, the whole concept is scary because you subject yourself to the will of the narrative. Mm-hmm. And I would also say that watching the bachelor and then getting into the pit and hearing your guys' perspective on everything, it's completely changed my relationship with reality TV and it's not for the better because now I'm watching MasterChef Junior with my grandpa and I'm talking about the editing and it's just, I can't not see it now. All about the editing. Oh, speaking of editing, other shows, like we talked about it a little bit before, but me and Kat, we love watching. We watch two shows and when we're working in the morning. One is... Naked and Afraid. Oh my goodness. I just cannot get enough of it. It's insane. It's so educational too. Everybody needs to know these. Do you think you could build a fire? I think I sticks? could. I actually want to go on. I, D- I DM them. I DM <laughs> Naked and Afraid on Discovery Channel. I want to go on there. I think I could do two weeks. I don't know if I could do 21 days, but I think I could do two weeks out in the wild with a partner. I Would, would love Kat to- be your partner or would Kat not be down? No, Kat would not be my partner. I don't think couples in those circumstances would be best. I think couples would probably tear their heads off, each other's heads I off. I think that's a lot of strain to put on a relationship. It is, To be right? in the wilderness naked for two weeks. Yeah. But it, oh gosh, I just love that show. And the editing is so funny because they, if you've seen it, like, it's like, what's that noise? And then they always cut to like some animal and you think it's like, oh, coming, but it never is, but it gets you out of your seat. Anyways, continue on. <laughs> no, I mean, it brings up a good point about editing. And I know that that's also a conversation that we've been having for anyone who watched the new season of Love is Blind. It's talking about, oh, was, especially with Natalie and Shane, the conversation of who was the good guy, who was the bad guy there, because the edit very clearly picked a good guy and a bad guy. And since then, there's been commentary, like Nick Vial had Shane on his podcast, and apparently there was stuff about Natalie we didn't see. Ooh. Do we know what's real? Maybe we don't. All I know is, as a producer, I wouldn't trust a producer. Oh, I could sure. make you say anything, Dustin, at this point. Oh, you could, 100%. Speaking of Love is Blind, I still have yet to watch it. I need to watch it. I have a friend on there. Some of you might know her, Mallory. We're trying to get Mallory on the show. Me and Mallory, Mallory was one of the first people. So we, I, I lived in St. Louis, and then I transferred my job of Banana Republic to Chicago on North Ave. And that's when I met Mallory. This was back in like 2012, 2013. Super sweet girl. Uh, We became friends and uh, always stayed in touch. And a couple months ago, she called me. She's like, so I did a show. I just want your intake on some things and kind of want your advice on like how to maneuver and stuff like that. But uh, she seems to be doing great. I need to watch though and see how she did. Did you watch it all? Yes. So I did. If there's a reality TV show out, you can probably assume I'm watching it. It's more of an addiction than it is a healthy relationship with television. But she was one of my favorites throughout the like throughout the show, just because I thought that she kept it really real. And I obviously have questions for her as like anyone would after watching. And I wrote up all the questions and I sent them over to her agent. And then they said Netflix is not allowing interviews right now. So we're just sitting here twiddling our thumbs. But whenever Netflix decides that people can go on shows and it's not just Shane going on Nick Vial's podcast, we'd love to have Mallory (laughs) on our podcast. I think she's a total gem. I thought it was super cool when you were like, yeah, I'm friends with Mallory. I was like, oh my God. So hopefully we can get that 
story and that conversation. Yeah, that'd be, I'm sure we'll get it. Maybe we, we'll, we'll figure something Maybe out. Maybe in like we'll a year or something. We'll see. Yeah, we'll make it happen. <laughs> no, I, I really enjoyed Love is Blind. Did you watch season one by chance? I've watched season one. Yeah, that was really good. So do you remember Gianina? Yes, I do. Yeah. Have you seen uh, any potential links to who she may or may not be seeing now? Sure, she's talking to Blake. If I right, it's, yeah. So there have been rumors about it for a while, and people have been saying that they've been together, but at no point has either of them really publicly posted about the other until this past week. They were in Rome celebrating her 29th birthday, and he's like, "Happy birthday, baby!" on a video. So ha. Got him. They're dating. Boom. It's official. <laughs> it is official. Happy for him, though. You know, I've met Blake, a great guy. I'm sure she's a great girl. And yeah, you got to love him when you see reality TV stars just fall in love. The rumor is that they met filming another show, like a reality show bringing characters from various reality shows together. Hmm. So I'm intrigued. I'll, I'll stick around and find out what that's about. We'll find out here shortly. Yeah, so all, all interesting stuff. I don't think we covered this in our last recap, but this is kind of something that's been going on in Bachelor Nation. Jojo Fletcher, former Bachelorette, is getting married finally to Aaron Rodgers' son. Oh, not son. Uh, brother. Not brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is a thousand years old in my mind. His brother, Jordan Rodgers. And she had her Bachelorette party the other week and it's all coming together and everyone's very excited for them. Lovely. How long have they been engaged? So they got engaged on the show and JoJo was a bachelorette a long time ago because it was before we had Hannah, it was before we had Becca, it was before we had a lot of people. Yeah. And so... We're looking at five years. Minimum, yeah. Right? So they've been engaged and been together this whole time. And I wow. think that that's pretty cool. And it kind of goes with what Clay was saying last week about how he doesn't want to just like get engaged to get engaged. He wants to date someone. I think that people like Jojo and Jordan, and then also Dylan and Hannah, Yeah, they got engaged, but they, they've been dating this whole time, if you will. You, there's no need to rush it, especially for a, a lifelong commitment. So it's Because you get to keep the ring if you're still together, right? It's not if you get married so. within a year. It's just if you're still together. I believe so, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? That's good, though. Happy for them. Yeah. yeah. When are they getting married? Do you know? I think it's this month. Here we go. It's either this month or next month. Broadcasted at all? I don't want to say a date because I definitely think I'm going to get it confused with Peter's brother's wedding. Yes, the 23rd. Super excited about that. Peter is actually at his brother's bachelor party as we speak. Yeah, I'm hopeful that we're going to get his brother on the pod to talk about the bachelor party and then also just talk about the wedding wedding planning, how everything's going, because it's been all over the gram. And if anyone follows the Webbers, which I'm have an inkling that some people might if they listen to this podcast. Yeah. We kind of wanted to give some insight into that. So hopefully we'll have that episode coming up shortly. Wedding planning. I'm about to crash it. About to have a good time. Did you make the invite list? I did, so I can't really crash it, huh? Oh. I'll be there. We then have a very interesting thing that I came across on Reddit. 
which is Clayton got a series of DMs and it's all farts. Like it's people farting into a microphone and they're like, you disappointed me. And here's a bunch of farts. And he says, in a world of many firsts, this was a DM where at least three girls that I could count each took their turns farting into the phone and sending it to me. What the fuck? People Did you get are... anything like this? Because I know you get DMs after being on reality TV. Did you get any farts? What is wrong with people? What goes to your mind to think I'm going to leave someone a fart message? Holy, I don't get it. Holy it, moly. I also just like, so unless you're sending it from a burner account, it would be like Emma Martin's fart sound. And now like. Oh, if someone it, sends me a fart to- sound and it's not a burner account, I'm reposting it and I am tagging you on there so everyone can hear your fart and see your face. Exactly. I feel like that that's the logical response. I don't know if Clayton would do that because Clayton, I feel has gotten a lot of wacky stuff. And he did post it. He didn't show their names or their faces or anything. Classy. Probably classier than sending a fart. But, you know. I wouldn't. I just, I found that to be a little bit jarring. That's so weird. Come on, people. Come on. Very strange. The last main thing I want to hit is... Jason Pardick's book is out. His book is out. I'm very interested. I need to get me a copy. It's such a smart move. I mean, he's, he's such a big finance guy and everyone has some kind of emotion to money. It might be a negative emotion. It might be a positive emotion, but we're all tied with some type of emotion with money. And I guess if you can, better to learn and get a positive emotion out of it and like use it for you. Your benefit. Super excited to see that. He had a show last night actually with Matt James. I wasn't able to make it, but I heard it was pretty cool. I'm struck by it. Reminds me of when we had him on the show last time and he was talking about our bosses don't want us to like have conversations about what people are making money because then how are we supposed to know who's making what and having those connections? How are we supposed to rise up against the corporations or anything like that? And like obviously that's a very grandiose level of thinking of it and a very hybrid like high level thinking of it, but just like having conversations about taboo topics for sure. And the way that he's talking about them, I thought was really cool. No, for sure. Like I just had this, like, so my girlfriend, Kat, she was with this company. She's a journalist and they were paying her shit, honestly, and doing so much work and everything like that. And no one talked about like what you made, but she recently got a new job and then discussions come with, you know, other employees of what you make and this and turns out the whole company was just like shitting on all the employees with their salaries and this new company is actually paying them what they're worth but yeah i I talk about it who cares like i but gosh this is a toughie because i know also say if i did a partnership with a company and I, I don't want to necessarily disclose what I made from that partnership because oh, I, I don't want to offend, offend anyone. And I also don't want to offend the partnership, but it's tough. I don't know. I guess I need to read the book. <laughs> I, yeah, it's definitely of all of the Bachelor books that have come out. I think this is one that I am most intrigued by because it is, while it, he was on the show and he's very much so within the realm of Bachelor Nation, it is on a tangential topic and how he restarted his life and started making money and making moves for himself after the corporation was like, hey, dude, you got to you gotta conform a little bit more. And he was like, fuck it. I'm not doing that. So I think that's the energy that we all need to embody. 100%. 
Get the book, guys. Get the book. Learn a little something. I'm going to get it too. I need to learn a little something for sure. Yeah. I'm not the best at finances. <laughs> well, I do financially, you're probably doing all right. You got a penthouse to yourself. Boom. And you're not even paying for all of it. I got a penthouse for a quarter of the price. So can't can't knock it. My roommates, I don't know if they're ever coming back. Shoot. It's been nice. No, they are coming back. Uh, Clay just got back today, and um, Pete will be back next week. So uh, the family will be back. Excited to see what kind of opportunities come for us and cool content, funny stuff we'll be posting. Super excited. I am excited. And that does bring us to a point where I just want to say this episode is going to go out on April 12th. April 13th of last year is actually when we launched episode zero of this podcast. Man, How does that feel? That is freaking crazy. That is crazy. Over, over a year. That's insane. Over a year. Over a year of podcasting nonstop. Majority of the year doing two episodes per week. It was a whole, I'll have to say, podcasting is a whole new ball game. I mean, I know a lot of people want to, are interested in doing podcasts and they rightfully should and want to do it, but it takes a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. And I'm, we're not even doing <laughs> all the work. What I've realized in podcasting is all about having a great team. And everyone using their strengths to collab and do something great. And we couldn't have done this without you, Emma, or Red Rock Music. Yeah, it's been great. It's been good. It's been really cool. Last March, I lost my job working for a nonprofit. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Like, this is, I was pretty well set up. I was feeling confident just coming out of college, going into the real world, and had done a year at this company. And it went away. And... Red reached out to me and he's like, hey, let's keep doing podcasts. And then he was like, I have this, so some bachelor guys. Like, do you, does his name Peter Weber or Dustin Kendrick mean anything to you? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so <laughs> a year ago, I got to meet you guys. And since then, it's been, it's been a whole, it's been a trip. We've done some cool stuff. We had some hard moments. We've had some great moments. It's been, it's been really cool. Yeah, for it's it's been a journey, one hundred percent. A lot of podcasts don't survive. They are very no. difficult to keep going, guys. They are very difficult. So, I mean, we love doing this. We're gonna continue doing this. I hope you guys love it. We do it for you. So, man, let's go. Let's do another year. Let's knock let's do it another out. Year. Let's do another ten years. Okay, maybe not. I don't know. Um, Why not? A little overzealous. We can do ten years. Let's do it. Well, I can say this for certain. We will continue from this point, especially with how you guys' schedules are going right now and that we're going into spring and there's so many things going on. I think we're going to transition to one episode per week, especially since it's off season. So it's off I season. know our, yeah, everyone wants to hear us talk bachelor stuff. It's not a ton of bachelor stuff to talk about. And if there ever is, of course we can throw a Thursday episode in the roto. 100%. So, we don't want to oversaturate our podcast guys with if we're not, if we don't have great content, so we want to absolutely make sure we give you great value and content, great quality. So we'll drop it down to once a week until Pete comes back. We get some shows rolling in, and we'll be back at two. But in the meantime, we'll just do one. Yeah, and I think that that's gonna. I think people will enjoy that better, and it's also gonna make it more feasible. I know. Thank you so much for during this stretch making yourself so available to put the show together. I know that that has not been easy for you. So everyone major, <laughs> you're the hero that we don't deserve, but the one that we need. I never thanked you. 
You'll never, You'll never have, have to. <laughs> and I promise, I promise Peter will be back, guys. I see the DMs. I've sent them to him. He's, he knows he will be back. He's not coming back, guys. He flew away. <laughs> he's he he's flew gone. Away. <laughs> all right. Well, that, that's all I've got. You got anything else, Dustin? Man, don't have anything else. Yeah. Good episode, Emma. Thank you for everything. Guys, thank you for listening. And guys, we we love recommendations. If you have things you might want us to talk about or certain subjects um, you'd like us to talk about, we're totally open. It's the off season. We would love to um, do what you love. Well, do what you love. (laughs) Talk about (laughs) what you love or I don't know. Maybe we should bring a guest on to do a show since we're shorthanded at the moment. That might be a good idea. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we do have some pretty cool we have some pretty cool guests lined up if I'm not tooting my own horn. Toot, toot. Got some pretty cool people in the tank. Toot, toot. All right. Well, guys, thank you for um, listening as always. I am Dustin, lovely Emma. We appreciate you, and we will see you guys next week. Asta. is in the city is hosted by me peter weber and me dustin kindred this podcast is produced by red rock music our producer is emma martins and our executive producer is red yokum our audio engineer is enrique inahosa subscribe and like or review wherever you get your podcasts follow the show on instagram at bachelors in the city podcast got questions for us about the show life or really whatever DM at Bachelors in the City Podcast on Instagram for a chance to be a featured third roommate. We'll catch you next time.